You're in a Fenestration Conversation, where Canada's window and door industry talks about the things that matter to our businesses. Now here's your host, Patrick Flannery. Okay, everybody, it's uh, Pat Flannery here coming to you from uh, Fenestration Review Magazine, as always. Uh, thanks for joining us on the Conversations podcast. Uh, we have uh, Dave Klein here. He is the president and COO of ODL, uh, best known as a, a door glass supplier, but we're going to get into everything that uh, that ODL does. Um, and uh, But I wanted to uh, have David on today because uh, ODL's made a, a number of uh, a, a big moves uh, over the last couple of years. Um, there's been some, uh, there was a, a, an acquisition recently uh, a, a announced, and I want to uh, Get David to look into all of that for us, and uh, and 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 talk a little bit about about the strategy, and then maybe some broader topics on uh, on the door industry and the door market generally, and 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 what he's seeing out there these days. So, David, thank you very much for joining us today. Pat, thanks for uh, the invitation. I really appreciate it. Looking forward to connecting with your listeners. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, I, you know, ODL's well known for sure, uh, but let's um, let's go over uh, uh, quickly. Give me, uh, I guess, a bit about yourself, uh, uh, your background, uh, what you're uh, what you're doing for for ODL these days, and uh, and then maybe tell us a, a a little bit about the company and give us some of the uh, some of the inside view on ODL and uh, and and what uh, what makes it tick. Sure. Um, so Dave Klein, President and Chief Operating Officer of ODL, uh, as Pat said, I've been with the company about seven and a half years uh, in this role the whole time. Um, prior to that, I was at Whirlpool Corporation, uh, you know, the appliance uh, Whirlpool, um, so a brand, Maytag brand, uh, among many others, uh, for about six years, mainly in product development. Uh, focused specifically in refrigeration and in dishwashing. And then prior, be, prior to that, I spent 16 years at a automotive parts supplier by the name of Dura Automotive Systems. And in, in that role, well, at that company, I did many different things. We grew pretty aggressive through acquisition. So I got a lot of uh, challenging opportunities and ended running a couple of divisions uh, for them around the 2000 and, you know, 2008 2009 timeframe. So it's been uh, it's been exciting to get the opportunity to work in three different industries uh, and see a lot of the differences. Been in private firms, PE firms, public firms, and so got a lot of uh, diversification from that perspective. As far as ODL goes, we're a family held business. Um, uh, just past our 78th year anniversary. Um, the our CEO is Jeff Mulder. He's the third generation of Molders to run the company. Uh, we're based in Zeeland, Michigan, just outside of Grand Rapids. Um, we specialize in building value into building products through innovation, selection, service, and quality. Um, we we really want to solve problems that others won't, and really make our customers' lives easier. Our main product lines, as many would know us for, is, is door glass, um, clear, decorative, privacy, all shapes and sizes. Lines between glass, we invented that uh, and have aggressively grown that across the market in both doors and windows. And as you mentioned, I'm sure we'll get into it in a little bit more detail, we're now into exterior doors with the acquisition of TrueTech um, uh, just a couple months ago. Very exciting times here. Uh, but ODL is a great company. Um, 
We operate in um, China, the UK, Canada, the US, and Mexico, yeah. roughly 1,500 employees, and uh, very really excited about the growth we've uh, undertaken here the last year and a half. Big operation for sure. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's neat to uh, to talk to somebody involved so internationally. Um, I I, I want to circle back, like you mentioned, uh, uh, three industries now uh, over the course of your career. Uh, if you were talking, to, this is this is off the this is off the chain. But if you were if you were talking to a uh, an executive uh, thinking about getting into the window and door industry. Uh, what would you tell them about uh, what they can expect and and what's 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 different and and, and maybe uh, unexpected from uh, from where they were coming from? The main difference is relationships still matter in this business. Uh, it's refreshing. Um, you know, I, as I've progressed in my career from the three, three different industries, um, you know, uh, it's competitive. Don't get me wrong, but it's it's it's. Just relationships matter. You can build relationships with suppliers, with customers. You can partner. Um, you can have a stronger, uh, I say, a, a longer-term view on projects. Um, it's been really refreshing. Uh, for the moment, I uh, um, met with my first customer, you know, back seven and a half years ago. Just really refreshing how people they want to work together and they just want to do business the right way. Um, good values. Um, and, uh, it's, it's been, it's been fun. You know, the auto industry, hyper competitive globally margins right. were squeezed to the point that it was, I mean, it was hard to have relationships. It was very cutthroat. What have you done for me lately? This is just a completely different animal. Um, yes, it's competitive, but it's refreshing that, um, it's, it's refreshing that, you know, relationships really matter. And what they say in front of fenestration is once you get in, Fenestration and millwork, right? Once you get in, you don't get out. Yeah, <laughs> so that's right. <laughs> maybe I'll be here, be here for a minute. Yeah, so it's uh, it's been a lot of fun. Met a lot of great people, you know, both in Canada and in the U.S. and in the U.K. It's just um, it's it's a it's an interesting uh, and fun industry, and still a lot of opportunity in it. Yeah, I I I, I would echo that. There's there's there there's a uh, a little more of a sense of community, a little more of a sense of uh, of, of of helping one another and being partners uh, up and down the supply chain uh, and uh, and and the verticals uh, in the in the industry than I than I think you see other places. There's not uh, there's not that uh, a real pillage uh, uh, mentality that right. I, I saw that I saw that in automotive too. I mean, I, I was there as uh, GM was. Um, uh, uh, bringing in its its wonderful theories about how to extract as much money as possible from its suppliers uh generous motors no more uh, uh right. in the 90s and uh and uh they uh, I can't remember the guy's name but there was a procurement guy there that was famous for this and uh and yep. and, and that you know you just saw people absolutely getting flattened uh, uh on their GM contracts uh, where uh, where that hadn't happened, uh, I think for a long time prior to that, maybe for good reason, I don't know. But it was it was uh, it, it, there, there's there's less of that. It's it's not that it's not that people don't want their money here in the window and door industry, but uh, there's uh, there's a uh, there's there's definitely a, an ethic of uh, of let's all work together and uh, and and try to try to have all boats float uh, as as we go along. I think. Uh, to the extent that is possible. So that's, uh, yeah, I, uh, great, great reflections on that for sure, Dave. Um, okay, so True Tech is obviously the big one. Uh, that's the one that uh, that certainly made my news 
Um, although I think I, I, I mentioned the Quebec uh, uh, facility as well. Uh, I think that was a, a little earlier yep. last year. Um, tell me a little bit about uh, about I guess just just outline the acquisitions lately, uh, uh, David, and uh, and uh, tell us a little bit about uh, just what's gone on there. Okay, we can. Um, well, I would say it a little bit more of a coincidence than an actual plan, but we've completed three acquisitions in the last 16 months, all of them in Canada. Um, you know, as you know, we've done door glass in Canada for quite some time, but we're relatively small. So we definitely wanted to grow in Canada, but no one planned to do three acquisitions in, in that kind of a time frame. It's just kind of how the kind of how they stacked up. Uh, the first one was Verselect, just outside of Montreal. Uh, door glass manufacturer and also does architectural glass, you know, thinking, you know, picture shower doors, glass railings, that type of uh, a product. We've been close to them for a long time. Um, we sold uh, some of our blinds between glass to them. So we had a pretty good relationship there. And when Patricia and Luke decided to retire, uh, they called us and it was a, it was a natural fit. Uh, good geographical expansion for us. Uh, we now would have Canadian manufacturing. Uh, we would be in the providence of Quebec, um, which is very natural, nationalistic. Uh, so it was a way for us to kind of penetrate that market um, in our kind of core product line of, of door glass. Uh, the second acquisition we did, so that closed in January of last year. The second acquisition was Rolavere in Quebec City um, in August of last year. Very opportunistic. We did not know them. Um, when their owner, Ann, uh, had decided to sell the business and move on, um, she engaged them in um, investment bankers who helped kind of, you know, orchestrate the deal. And they reached out to me and um, glad I took the call. Um, again, a great business, family business. Um, they focus in custom IGs for the window, uh, window manufacturers up there in the Quebec City area. They're very regional. Um, they have a business model that's within 150 miles, so it's real focused on, a, on an area. They've been extremely successful. They are very good at IG manufacturing. Um, one of the main reasons we opportunistically uh, completed that acquisition was to learn from them and, and honestly to get better at IG manufacturing ourselves on a global basis. And uh, so far, uh, they have not disappointed. So. And then lastly, you mentioned TrueTech, and that completed, we announced that on March 31st, uh, so just a month and a half ago. Uh, that was the most strategic of the three. Um, and, um, you know, they provide both, or they manufacture both steel and fiberglass doors, along with a door glass line. We've been friendly competitors, um, ODL and, and, and TrueTech, for, for many years. Um, and uh, when John was ready to, um, you know, move on, not really move on, but to sell the business thing into partner to really, really extrapolate value out of his growth strategy around doors, uh, he contacted us and uh, we're really glad he did. Um, so flush glazed doors, fiberglass doors in general is a threat to the ODL business model, but you know, uh, buying independent door glass is, is at risk in fiberglass and specifically fire, uh, flush glazed doors. Um, so entering the door market as a full system supplier, exterior um, system supplier, really addresses that threat for us. Um, hmm. John has joined our team. Um, he's on our executive team. He's our president of our door division. We're very excited uh, to have him and 
Uh, again, the TrueTech acquisition was the most strategic of all of the three, um, but just kind of coincidentally how they stacked up. But we're really excited about the growth opportunities we have in the future. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's a that's a that's a great insight on the on the strategy there that I think uh, you know people people will will wonder about why you know why would why would the door glass supplier decide to also become an exterior uh, a full uh, system supplier and uh, and one of the one of the reasons for that is uh, there's basically a market niche there on the flush on the flush glaze product that uh that wasn't yep. uh, wasn't in your in your wheelhouse previously and uh, and 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 now it is now you benefit from both sides uh of that uh, of that market to some extent and uh and and you've and you've 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 got that that other revenue stream as well uh, uh as 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 what you were doing before so that that works well um interesting um the uh, questions coming up as you as you were talking um uh uh Robovair, uh, uh, getting into insulated glass manufacturing, um, a terrific move, uh, uh, I think, uh, if it can be, uh, if it can be made to, uh, to, to be profitable. Um, the, uh, there's a lot of people in this country looking for a good IG manufacturer, uh, especially, especially with the, uh, especially with the, uh, the supply, uh, issues that we, that we had over the last couple of years, it's easing off, but, but, you know, there were, there were a lot of trouble yeah. getting glass. Uh, for a while yep. there, um, uh, any 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 thoughts about taking Robovair National uh, and uh, and making a making an ODLIG product available uh, uh, around the country? Yeah, you know we talk about uh, again. You know, Robovair was a um, we wanted to really learn from them. I, I do believe they'll learn from us as well. But uh, we saw kind of reverse synergies, if you will, uh, with that acquisition. Um, so yes, we ponder. Often, do we expand the geography that they operate in? Do we do we try and duplicate it in other um, you know regional markets? Because uh, they have been very successful. Their four-day turnaround or lead time is is benchmark. Their quality is superior, um, and the path what they've carved out is 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 really I think a little bit more unique. Um, and um, so yes, we consider that all the time about where and how we would go. Um, every market's a little bit different. Uh, you know, windows are very regional, um, not only in Canada but in the U.S. So uh, we'll continue to evaluate those growth strategies. Um, you know, moving forward. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what did you see as advantages to having? Um, glass fabricated and manufactured uh, in Canada and I guess generally having manufacturing going on in Canada does that help you serve the market better do you see good things there um yeah it does for for a couple of reasons um a obviously you know from a supply chain perspective in trucking and things of that nature just being in the the local areas there's opportunities there if if we can leverage our scale from a raw material and component perspective which so far, we have been able to, um, but also with the acquisitions, we're going to be larger in Canada, and the Canadian customer is different than the American needs specifically around energy. Uh, they're a little more progressive on design when you think of decorative glass and things of that nature. Um, so, having uh, manufacturing in Canada with a larger scale, we we will produce product. Uh, that'll be more 
desirable and fit better in the Canadian market versus trying to, here's some great American product. Um, we'd love for you to buy it. Hmm. And uh, having manufacturing resources in the, in the country, as well as uh, just, you know, a broader scale. It's not that we didn't have ideas of things to do to support our Canadian customers, but the volume requirements were so low, it was tough to attract the investment. Uh, but now, you know, we have real scale in, in Canada um, and um, it should allow us to be, it, it should allow us to be a better supplier to our customers. We, we get a lot, uh, we, we hear a lot from, from different industries about, um, uh, shipping across uh, provinces and uh, and and getting into getting into different regions of the country. What's your experience been with that, Dave? Are 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 are, are there are there still significant uh, barriers uh, on 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 windows and doors going from uh, region to region? Um, yeah, I learn more about it all the time. Um, and yes, Quebec and Ontario are while you're in the same country. Um, Definitely have two different mindsets and, and have beliefs, right? Um, I'm 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 not from Ontario or from Quebec, so I'm I'm an outsider looking in, and it's definitely different. Yeah. Um, but in the end, we're going to have manufacturing in Ontario, just um, in Vaughan, just outside of uh, Toronto, and we have two manufacturing uh, facilities, actually three manufacturing facilities uh, in Quebec, in both Quebec City and Montreal. So um, we should, you know, be able to be successful um you know with that footprint then the west is a whole nother opportunity right um british columbia is, is different as well um again i'm not i'm not canadian so i don't understand it as well you know in in, in the u.s where even though michigan hates ohio and ohio hates michigan we don't have a problem buying stuff from each other we really don't um as long as, long as it's the right color we don't care <laughs> um, it's different in Canada and, um, you know, what's, what's great with the, the companies we've acquired, the management teams are all in place other than Patrice and Luke, cause they, they retired. Um, but they had a succession plan in place. So there's, there's a lot of local knowledge to help us navigate that. And we're excited to bring products specifically for their market, um, in Canada, whether it's Quebec, Ontario, British Columbia, Alberta, et cetera. Yeah, it, it. I think it. I think it gets surprising uh, uh, to to people, to Americans, when they when they when when they get here, and 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 you know the 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 theory in the in the states is very much that mm -hmm. all the, all the states are. I mean, your your states are actually sovereign entities, which our provinces are not. But uh, but but somehow we've managed to erect even in a lot of cases, even worse uh, 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 barriers and turf battles over uh, over over what what can go where. Um, it, it's something I, 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 well, whatever, not to get political, but it's something I wish our governments would address, uh, especially for, for, right. for and moving products around. Um, it's, uh, it would be, uh, it would be nice if you could send the same thing, uh, to BC. Although uh, part of that is, um, and part of that is the energy, you know, this, this uneven progression in the, in the, in the energy and the performance uh requirements uh you know that that is all a provincial thing here uh it comes down to what the individual uh provinces want to do with their building codes um and uh and and that it sets up not so much differences because you know then every now and then we have this this wave of harmonization when everybody says hey we should all be doing the same thing and it smooths out again um which i think we're we're kind of in the middle of now 
Um, but I, I'm interested in your comment about the difference in demand for uh, for energy performance products in in in, in Canada than the than the U.S. What, what 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 do you see there? What's um what we're just we're just asking for it a little bit more. Is that is that a government thing or is that a market thing? Uh, I think it's more government driven by the codes, and then eventually mm -hmm. the, the markets adapt. Um, maybe not as fastly as the government would, you know, would desire, but they get there. Canada's just lead. Um, you know, I, I'd say if you think globally, and I think about the three industries I've been in, you know, Europe is going to lead energy um, right. first, um, followed by. Uh, at least in this conversation, Canada, and then, you know, the eventually, you know, the U.S. kind of comes kicking and screaming. And there's plenty of company, or not company, countries, you know, past the U.S. that, you know, China, for instance, right there, they don't seem to be worried about it at all. So um, that's kind of the progression. So Canada is just a little bit of a head, and they, they push the boundaries. And, and part of it is, is obviously, it's a cold climate. Um, so, you know, certainly from a heating perspective, um, more stringent environment. Uh, so that helps us supplying in the Canadian market. Uh, we're usually in front of that and can, uh, you know, eventually bring those products into the U S when they're needed, but the U S are just trail. Um, you know, and you know, the South of the U S is quite a bit different than the North of the U S. So uh, having the ability to provide the unique products uh, for all of our customers um, is really what we do best. And that's, that's the, the, the scale and the breadth that ODL offers and with us being uh, significantly larger in Canada, um, you know, we should be able to make a difference there as well. I suppose, and tell me if I'm right, you you must have to actually set up your manufacturing a little bit for that um, because, um, you know, you, you, you're you going to want your high insulating uh, products made in Quebec or Ontario uh, uh, for, for those markets and, uh, and down in the Southern U.S. and Southwestern U.S., uh, you know, it's going to be all solar heat gain uh, uh, considerations and, 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 and actually trying yep. to do the reverse, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we're pretty early with the three acquisitions, so we haven't made a lot of, you know, movements of products or changes, but yeah, if you look at it in general, that's what we're already set up to do. Mm -hmm. Um, now we want to get more streamlined and more specific and, um, but you're, you're spot on with what the, the plan uh, will be yeah. long-term. Have that nice, have that nice short, uh, that nice short uh, change, that nice short transition from 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 the manufacturing yep. market right in the right in the areas where it can be uh, to the yep. to, to the extent that you can do it. That's uh, well, that's your challenge as CEO for sure. That I imagine that would uh, that's right. yep. <laughs> keep two up day and night <laughs> most of the time. So tell me about getting into uh, exterior doors. Uh, uh, how are you? How are you finding that? Um, that transition what what's the learning curve like uh for 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 you guys i mean there won't be much of a learning curve for your management team at true tech there they've been doing it but yeah. uh but yeah. obviously some of that has to filter up uh to the rest of odl um what uh, what are the differences uh in what in what you're doing there and 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 how has how has the learning curve been on that yeah i think we're off to a good start we're only Six weeks in, but um, you know, led by John, our True Tech team members are fantastic. Uh, they're very knowledgeable on their products and the industry. Uh, we're complementing that with um, ODL resources that you know clearly understand the industry, understand door glass, understand the customer base, 
and, and need to learn doors, you know, or, you know, and become door experts. Um, I'm confident with the help of our true tech uh, team members will be able to do that. And uh, hopefully it'll happen, you know, relatively quickly. Um, there's a lot of, you know, putting the two companies together, they really complemented each other well. Um, so there's not a lot of redundancies, which is really good. Um, they have a great product lineup that they've invested significantly in um, and a strong Canadian customer base. We have a strong U.S. customer base and a Canadian customer base that didn't have a lot of overlap. So together, um, there's a lot of synergies, just a natural fit. Um, so I'm confident we can come up to speed, you know, very quickly on, on doors. And again, our true tech team, all of them are with us uh, and will be with us. So we're excited uh, to continue to learn more from them and see what, you know, see how they do it. Now, are we likely to see true tech doors uh, making their way down into the United States uh, through you guys? Is that, uh, yeah, they, is that part of the thought? Yeah, they, they already sell into the U.S. today. So right. that was already in place. Um, they've sold into both the U.S. and Canada for a long time. So we will be looking to expand in both geographies. Um, you know, a nice location in Vaughan um, and a uh, nice cost structure. And uh, yeah, we'll definitely be looking to grow in both um, in Canada and in the U.S. Great. Both in steel and fiberglass doors. Both, you know, Quebec is a, in, in kind of Canada in general, but definitely Quebec is a steel door market. Um, the U.S. is trending to fiberglass. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, Western Canada is trending towards fiberglass. So having the ability to do both with the lineup that uh, we have now uh, really should position us well uh, as we complement that with our with our glass lineup. So uh, we're, we're pretty excited about the future. Tell me about selling door glass versus selling uh, entrance full, 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 full blown entrance doors. It's another, it's another step up the vertical. Uh, and, uh, yep. and uh, how is, yep. how's, how, how's, how's that look for you guys? Yeah, there'll be, um, you know, some things we'll have to work through the fenestration industry. It's very common, very common for, you know, companies to partner um, in both a supply relationship and a customer relationship. Um, ODL was the last independent glass supplier out there. I mean, even TrueTech, who does their own glass, they had a door. Um, so we were the last one who did just doors. Um, so it's being done already out there. We're really uh, duplicating that model. Uh, so there'll be some differences, but I'm confident, um, you know, we can work through um, anything that's, that's put in front, in front of us. We really see it's a great opportunity for our customers. Um, and I mean, for decades, they've asked, when's ODL getting in the door business? Um, it, you know, when we made the phone calls on the 31st of March, it was, you know, people were excited. Customers were excited. Um, they they really kind of like, well, what took so long? <laughs> so yeah. uh, we're confident any conflicts in the supply chain can be managed. Again, relationships matter in this business. Uh, people are just looking for great service, innovation, um, and uh, selection quality at a great price, right? And that's what we plan to offer them. Yeah. That, well, that, and that was that was going to be my that was going to be my next question. Uh, 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 the the relationships uh, with the uh, the other door manufacturers that you sell door glass to. Uh, what are what are TrueTech's competitors saying about uh, 
about this? Yeah, yeah, I haven't heard directly from um, you know any competitors. Uh, we haven't had any shows here in six weeks, so we haven't really heard much. But I, I mean, clearly, you do three acquisitions in Canada in fifteen months, you're going to turn some heads and and uh, draw some attention. For instance, you reaching out to me and said, "Hey, would you like to be on my podcast?" Exactly. Okay, so, uh, <laughs> but um, you know, I think there's there's parts of Canada that just didn't have um, enough, you know, competition in, in both doors and in glass. And I think this, this helps um, offer that. And from a customer standpoint, uh, I think, you know, they're, they're, they're really excited um, and they want to talk and understand how we can help them. And uh, we're excited to, to help them. So um Again, it's a great industry. Relationships matter. It is competitive. Um, ODL does things the right way. We will do it the right way, and um, and it should be a lot of fun. I guess I guess what I'm getting at is uh, is is if you've got if you've got somebody that you were selling uh, uh, door glass to, uh, you have a few of them, um, and uh, and and now you're now you're a door supplier yourself. Uh, uh, how do those, uh, is there, is, you mentioned managing the conflicts in the supply chain. How, how, yep. how, how do you do that? What do you, what do you, what do you say, uh, to, to one of your existing customers that it's like, well, now I'm, you know, a little bit in that market. Well, we're more than a little bit in that market. Yeah, um, you're and big that's, in that market. You know, that's the synergy between, yeah, that's the synergies between the two companies. And we're really excited about that opportunity and our customers are excited about it, right? They, okay. Every every customer is looking for choice, um, and they want to they they want the ability to confirm they got the best offering, the best service, the best price, and that's what we're going to provide them as a, an alternative. In some cases, it'll make a lot of sense to buy doors and glass from ODL. Um, in some cases, it it, it won't make sense, um, you know, for whatever you know their business model may be. Um, from a customer perspective more competition to win. Um, and, and that's what we're, um, that's what we're hearing from, from our, from our customers. Great. Great. Um, you touched on this a little bit. Let's talk, uh, let's talk door trends, uh, <laughs> uh, a, a bit. Um, you mentioned, you mentioned steel, uh, still the big one in, uh, in Quebec. Absolutely true. Um, what do you, what do you see as the penetration? Uh, well, I guess we'll start with Quebec uh, uh, what is the penetration of, 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 of fiberglass there, uh, right now? And, and, and where do you see that going? That's a great question, but I don't know that specific answer, but it's very low. Um, yeah. many companies have tried fiberglass in Quebec and I don't believe anyone's really been successful. Yeah. Um, whether that was maybe too early in the product lifestyle, uh, life cycle and, or they had some problems. Yeah, they they tried yeah. it years ago, uh, early, and uh, and and at that time, the fiberglass designs had some uh, moisture uh, swelling problems, mm -hmm. uh, I believe. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's more because so the they tried to do it early. Yeah. Yeah, the technology's come a long ways. It's a much better door, um, you know, uh, from what it was at least when they had those issues. Um, so. Again, Canada is mainly a steel market. You're seeing more and more fiberglass in Ontario and certainly out west in uh, British Columbia. 
The U.S. Um, during COVID transitioned to more uh, fiberglass than steel. Hmm. You know, will Canada follow? Time will tell. I mean, the costs have come down where they're comparable, um, you know, depending on design and things of that nature. But, um, you know, the fiberglass used to be pushed out because it was a, a very expensive door. Those costs are much better um, than what they were. So steel is still a lower cost. Um, you know, when you get into the flush glazed doors application, um, which I personally think is just a better door, um, you know, and that's done in fiberglass. I would think in time consumers will migrate to it when when they really see the design and the product that they like. Um, you know, why that hasn't maybe happened in certain parts of Canada, maybe it's what happened in the past. I'm not really sure, but uh, it's a really good door. Uh, both from a performance perspective and just from a design perspective. And, um, you know, someone needs to do, you know, continue to expand upon the offerings in decorative glass and designs um, to help pull fiberglass, you know, into the market. It's a matter, uh, uh, I think, uh, of um, of the, 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 the relationships uh, uh, thing you spoke about. A, a lot of what happens even on trends and styles and, 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 Customers don't know what they want until they see it uh, at, a, yep. at an end user uh, on, a, on, a, on a house. Um, they're, they're, they're at the mercy, at least certainly prior to the internet age. Uh, uh, but, it, but even, even, even today, there's, there's, there's a lot of being at the mercy of what's available uh, and what, uh, what their uh, dealer that they're working with is, 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 is showing them. Um, I think that um, I think that a lot of the times the flush glazed uh, options haven't been put before them um, because um, they, they the the fabricator and the and the and the supplier have had their relationship and there's been you know there's there's just some inertia there right and 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 things can be a little less nimble in Canada than they are in the U.S. <laughs> in the in the you know in the U.S. if someone has an idea. There's a company uh, uh, two days later, uh, you know, offering it all over the place, and uh, and 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 everyone's got it. Whereas here, uh, you know, it can it can take a little longer than that because, uh, uh, well, especially out of the big cities, the, the the market is just not so lucrative and and, and attractive uh, for people to pile in with something new. So um, I, I that, that's my that's I don't know what you think about that. I I think there's an interesting dynamic there that 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 in Canada the. It, you know, it, it can move a little slower on a design side from that. Do you think that's true? Um, well, from a design side, I think they're more progressive on designs, you know, around glass and things of that. And sure, we've, oh, you, know, in, in, you know, in the in the bigger cities, they'll pull yeah. European designs in faster than what you'll you'll see in the U.S. Oh, cool. um, you know, I think. Um, but you, you, you do touch on a, on a point, though. You know, you're designing product for the consumer, but we don't, unless you're in the retailer, you're, you're, you're really not communicating directly with the consumer. You're working through the channel and you're working through distributors and you got to get, you know, Bob or Sue to place that product um, so that Sally can eventually see it. Right. And that Because you're right. They, they really don't know what they want or what they like until they see it. And so that is both, uh, you know, uh, a challenge in Canada and in the U.S., working through the channel to get to Sally and get the product in front of them. Um, and I don't, 
I don't see that the U.S. is very fast. Um, uh, okay. So, you know, is, is Canada slower? I, I, I can't comment on that. Um, you know, in a couple of years uh, after having these acquisitions in place for a while, we'll probably be in a better position to comment. But, um, you know, the, the channel's got a lot going on. And, you know, they're, they're trying to you know, meet demand and, and provide great quality. Um, so, you know, they, they got to work through those changes. Um, and then we need to find ways to get the consumer and attract them to whatever's latest, whether it's flush glaze or new, or new, um, uh, new glass designs, whatever. So that is, that's the challenge we have. But again, um, we're, we're up to that challenge. It's, it's going to be exciting. Well, Dave, it's always easier to offer in sales the thing that you sold yesterday <laughs> and, what you, <laughs> and, and what you know yes. works <laughs> yes. than it, that it is to yeah. challenge everybody and scare everybody with uh, with the, uh, the 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 latest and greatest. So that's that's I think that yep. that goes across every industry and every and 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 every place. That's that's interesting. And you know what? Maybe I'm too focused on big American cities uh, when I think about the the speed of design change or or, or whatever else. I I just know a, a complaint we get yeah. up here from time to time is that is that you know somebody has looked at the latest and greatest in San Francisco or or, or something in there and they're and they're wanting that you know here because uh, they saw it on House uh, on the internet. And it's like uh, that won't work, uh, you know, with snow. Uh, sorry, it just. That's <laughs> <laughs> right. Especially yeah. a lot of snow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that, you know, you're 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 gonna have a puddle <laughs> if you try to put that in. That's right. Uh, so there's 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 elements of that for sure. Um, okay, well, what are what are um, what are expectations for the for for the Canadian market, David? What 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 are your uh, what are your prognosticators? Uh, well, maybe that's you. Uh, 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 thinking about uh, thinking about the, the the possibilities going forward, are we are we uh, are are we slow? Are we are we are we coming to a, a recession? Are we are we getting better? Uh, what uh, what 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 are, what is ODL planning on as far as what the Canadian market's going to do? Yeah, it's definitely a slowdown. I mean, you know, through the COVID peaks, um, backlogs, supply chain challenges. You know, for the most part, those are distant memory um and you know the market has slowed we actually saw slowing in the u.s sooner than we saw slowing in canada but it's by by no stretch been a free uh, a free fall um it's it's down you know single digits but not like you know just you know destroying the business by any stretch um and we don't really expect it to drop significantly further but we do expect it to be soft for you know probably the rest of the year um, whether we end up in a recession or not, you know, flip a coin. Um, but um, at least the economists I follow, it, it seems like, um, you know, they don't have a consensus of whether we'll get there or not. Housing has been slow. Is housing in a recession? Maybe. I don't know. But um, we expect it to start to come back in 2024. There's just too much pent up demand in housing. Um, yeah, it's more expensive with interest rates and just the sheer cost of materials and land and labor, but, but people got to find places to live. You know, will the houses be smaller? Probably. Um, you know, will they have to adjust on some of the features? Probably, but they need a place to live. Um, so we don't expect a huge decline, nothing like what we experienced in the Great Recession. And uh, we expect growth to return sometime in 24. 
at least that's who I follow. Um, I follow more economists than I ever have. Um, and they're certainly not, again, they don't have consensus, but in general, that's what people are expecting. And they don't expect there, if we get a recession for it to be a significantly, you know, disruptive uh, recession. Uh, but we got to pay for some of the things through COVID and uh, it appears that that's what we're going to end up doing. I have a very advanced uh, economic analytical strategy called tone. Uh, and, uh, and, and, and what I do is I, I, I listen to the tone of people like yourself who are running companies and, uh, and, uh, uh, economists and the, and the rest of it. And, uh, your tone, you may be interested to know now falls into the soft landing, uh, zone mm-hmm. of, of, yeah, of, yeah. of economy where, where, where everybody is, ah, ah there's headwinds and the, there's, there's things, you know, that are perfect and you know there's it's not as good as it was a couple of years ago or a couple of months ago but but you know i i don't know it doesn't seem like that big of a deal that 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 that, that that's that that's the soft landing area uh where we flatten oh, out we we flatten out there's not actually a recession or not or one that barely could be called that you flatten out for a little yep. while you kind of pace for a little while and then and then and then things start sort of back on a on a on a trajectory uh, uh upwards and i i hope i'm right about that um yeah, oh, yeah that's 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 the advanced economic rea- uh, analysis here from <laughs> review so that's everybody everybody take that to the bank um the (laughs) the um uh let me let me let me come completely out of left field with something that i just that i just thought of now and and don't uh don't feel bad at all if 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 you haven't uh uh looked at this one one of the things i've been talking about in my channels a lot lately are these um new uh embodied carbon restrictions uh that uh, that a lot of the governments are looking at and uh, you know I'm, i'm sure you're familiar you know it's basically an analysis of it's not just the product saves energy that the house uses, but also how much carbon was emitted making that product and 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 putting it in. Have you guys been challenged with any of that at all? Have you been asked in any jurisdictions to to do anything with that? B- BC apparently in July is going to start asking uh, contractors to uh, uh, offer some kind of report tracking their embodied carbon, mm-hmm. and 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 this is. A lot of the code people are telling me that this is coming to Canada. 2025 code update, 2030 code update. We're gonna they're they're gonna start asking for this kind of thing. Any interaction with that issue at all, David? No, we have not seen that or heard that um, okay. yet. At least it hasn't made it to me yet. If it if it's in our organization somewhere, yeah. um, I'm familiar with that from my past in in the uh, appliance industries. Hmm. Um, but I haven't really seen it yet in this industry. It doesn't mean it's not happening or, or obviously won't happen. It just hasn't hit my radar yet as a priority for us. Okay. Okay. Well, coming, coming, I, soon, coming soon time, to a building code little, near you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, great. Yeah. Look forward to it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Start, <laughs> get your, get your spreadsheets ready. Get the, get the, get the, get them fired up <laughs> and uh, red hot. Uh, cause, That's right. uh, it's a lot of uh, it's a lot of documentation that uh, that uh, needs needs to happen with all of that. Uh, listen, David, this has been great. Uh, uh, thank you very much uh, for your look at, uh, at well for for letting us inside uh, ODL a little bit and uh, and seeing what your thinking is and and and, and what's happening with uh, with the company there um, and uh, and for giving us your thoughts uh, really on the on the on the door market generally. Dave Klein, 
COO and president of, uh, of ODL. Uh, thanks so much for joining us today on Fenestration Conversations. Yeah, thank you, Pat. It was a pleasure. Really appreciate it. Fenestration Conversation is a presentation of Fenestration Review Magazine and Annex Business Media. Thank you.